Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told, told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome back to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. We have a young special guest in Anthony Wrecker in the house. What's up, Ant? What up, man? How are you? Good, man. Good to have you in the Grindcast <laughs> studio. Hey, I apologize out there if anybody's wondering why I got the glasses on right now. I got a, I got a black eye. For those of you that can see me on, on the screen, I got a bl- you don't want to look at this. And uh, the lights, the glare of the lights mess my eyes up. So I got I to gotta keep the glasses on right now. Uh, but we're, we're going to talk about the light that's shining uh, within Anthony Wrecker. I wanted to uh, highlight him here. We got a lot of young people in our office here in Pittsburgh, a lot of people having success. But one of the things that, that you've inspired me on is your attitude. And I think we just want to, I just want to start there that your attitude uh, and let's just jump right at it and go yeah. right at it. You know, yeah. the, the, the first, uh, the, the reason why Anthony inspires me is this past year, he was in a, a automobile accident that left him uh, missing the bottom half of, of his leg, you know, for those, those of y'all that can see. Um, and his attitude has been impeccable in the office. I mean, I, I've watched you have a better attitude than people that are making quarter million dollars a year and everything's right. going perfect in their life. And I've watched you have that accident come out and have a smile on your face. And literally you've inspired me. When I tell you, you've inspired me. It's not to make you feel good. It's to tell you, brother, thank you. You've inspired me because I've gone through obstacles. I've gone through adversity. And when I look at how you handle your obstacle and adversity, it reminds me that I got to dog up, you know what I mean? A little bit. So tell, tell, tell everybody the story, you know, as much as you feel like sharing, you know, what happened and, and then how you've been able to, get out of that moment yeah so i mean i just i feel like just wrong place wrong time is like the, the first thing they say but obviously like you said it's it's changed me a lot because i was just some some 18 year old kid who just seen everyone making a lot of money and i just figured i'd give it a shot but whatever that happened you started with us at 18 yep 18, okay 18. all right where'd you go to high school uh west mifflin okay west mifflin yeah um but like whenever whenever that happened i just like it was like forced forced adversity that like kind of changed a bunch of stuff like in the mindset because like the old me would have like I don't know I guess just like but you got in a car accident right how long ago was this uh, last May th- on Friday the thirteenth Friday the thirteenth yeah last May yep so a little bit more than a year yeah a little bit over a year ago okay right. so it's on a Friday yep car flips over yeah we rolled down a hill car catches on fire life flighted in the hospital for 14 days yeah, you got was, life flighted yeah i got life flighted to here in pittsburgh yeah presby presby yep. and you were in there for 14 days straight yep okay and how how did that mental battle go <sighs> it was rough the first, like it was you know rough. you don't wake up that day and think that's what's going to happen so yeah, oh no t- t- walk yeah. us through the low point to how you got yourself out of that hole. i mean dude, there was a bunch of low points i mean just like waking up and seeing that like you don't like your life just changes like there's stuff that will change like over time but like like stuff like this it just changed immediately and you got to just I guess adapt to what you kind of have to deal with now you got to deal with the cards that you're dealt with and um like some low points man I just remember just like 4 a.m just not being able to sleep just so much pain there's really like nothing I can do except like accept it you know what I mean and try and find some positivity out of it but it definitely, definitely wasn't fun. It wasn't too bad after after I kind of got home and got situated. And it all kind of like clicked, like reality starts setting in. Um, but it wasn't. What wasn't things too did bad. you tell yourself to keep a positive 
mindset because I'm thinking, all right, I'm 40. Right. I go through something hard. Now I got some mental training in me that I think I, I would be able to talk myself through. But at 18, yeah. you know, I don't know if I'm mentally developed at that point to what, 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 what did you do? What do you think you did to keep yourself positive or digging out of any negativity? I mean, I don't really think it was like the stuff that I was doing on a daily basis, but I more, more or less feel like it was the stuff that I've been taught while growing up with my dad, just being like one of those hard ass dads. Like if, you know, you get bad grades, you're taking your phone or you're, you know, not going outside and him just like being down my back since I was like 12 years old, I feel like I was already trained for this moment to happen. And like, if something like this, he knew that I was ready and I felt like I was ready. And I just like some of like the positive things I guess I'd tell myself is like, I guess I'm lucky to be here. You know I mean? There's other people that have it worse. Like in my opinion, I feel like, like, like obviously homeless people have it worse. At least, you know, I don't have a leg, but I got a nice car I can drive. I can go home. I can go buy food and stuff like that. And I definitely got a lot more grateful after it happened because it was like a, a shock of reality, I guess. Makes sense. Yeah. And so now you've been in the business now for not quite two years or 20 um, years almost, old. Almost two years. Almost two years. Almost two years. Coming up like year and eight months. And uh, you're already leading the charge, you know, this month. I think yep. it's probably safe to say, you know, at 20, you'll probably at least go home this month with over 20000 Oh, yeah, in, for sure. In income made. Yeah. Right? For sure. What things do you think stand out about the young people that come in here, what traits of young people that come in here end up having success and what traits of young people that come in and don't have success do you see? So I guess like traits would just be like persistency. Like you can't show up for a weekend and kind of like get in your head cause you haven't been doing it for so long. I mean, I just recently started like catching, catching on while there's other people that catch on their first month. So, I mean, like you can't quit, like can't give yourself like negative thoughts. Always got to wake up with an attitude, be grateful, you know, do your problems morning. Like you always teach us. And um, I guess just just keep working. Like, if you quit, you lose. You know what I mean? If you quit, you lose. But if you keep going, eventually you're going to win. At some point you're going to win. It's just how long are you willing to, to sprint for right. when the distance is unknown. What are, what, are the, what are the best lessons you think you've learned, you know, here so far or things that re-evolved that, you know, surfaced, you know, that you learned here outside of, like, the money that you could make? I guess like teamwork because like, and like, like how close like you can really get with somebody. Cause like, like I look at you guys, like you're like literally my family, not like second family. Like I spend more time with you guys than I do with my own family. And I'm like happy about that. Cause these are the people I, who I want to be. I want to be like, you You know what I mean? I want to surround myself by people here. And, um, I want you to be better than me. Yeah. as my dad. <laughs> yeah. Straight sure. up. Um, yeah. I mean, just, you just learn a lot here, man. You learn how to, treat your mind right, treat your body right. And I'm not like, if I wasn't here, I'm not sure if I would have taken it as well. Like the accident, if I was at like a normal job, cause I wouldn't have had anybody supporting me or, or telling me, Hey, like you'll be okay. Or like brain in my day and stuff like that. And just constantly drilling that positive energy into me on a daily basis. I don't think I'd be who I am or where I'm at today. If it wasn't for the group of amazing people we got here, who would you like to shout out, you know, in the, in the agency <laughs> oh, or yeah, that, sure. that you've learned from, or some people that have helped you, and what did you learn from those yeah. people? Yeah, I mean Mike Maloney. I mean he's he, high school high, Mike. High school Mike. He's a savage. He um, 
he's always just super persistent with everything. He's got a great attitude, great work ethic. John Rent, obviously, he's always showing up. He's, he's always working with us side-by-side. Side. Jimmy Marks, Brody. I mean, just like, just, I mean, everybody. There's too many people to name. Everybody here always. What did you get? What do you, what do you get from, from, from those people, though, specifically? So when you think, like, Mike Maloney, okay, <laughs> what have you gotten from him? Oh, dude, I've gotten so much. Just, like, always have a good attitude and you can't quit because there's always that one time you want to, like, just clock Good attitude out. and persistence. Yeah, good attitude and persistence. Yeah, that's pretty much what Mike is. Now, high school Mike, you want to tell everybody why we call him high school Mike? Because he started when he was in high school. and what, He made 100 grand in high school yeah. or something like that at 18? Yeah, yeah. yeah. one March Madness. Yeah, first you know, one. one of our brackets he's, at 18. He's a maniac. Yeah, he's something crazy. Guy. Okay, so then you mentioned John. <clears throat> yeah. What, what would you say is one thing you learned from John? He's, he's a great leader, man. He's always just leading from the front. He's, you know telling people what to do but he's already done it or he's doing it with us it's not like a a boss thing it's like a like i look up to john and and he's a leader so like when he tells me to do something i'm i'm doing it because he's a he's one of those one of those guys not telling you to do something that he's never done before or something like that yeah how about brody brody is a maniac he's just always up in good spirits he's actually him and him and uh, alec knockman were the ones that start getting me in the gym i know i've been seeing you at oxford recently and um Brody, he's just a maniac. He does everything for us, um, training the agents and helping us. Like, I was in his office yesterday trying to help someone get licensed in North Carolina. I had no idea where to start, and he's always just like, give me one second, I'll help you. He's always helping hand, open Love arms. It. Love it. How about uh, the bus driver, Jimmy bus Marks? Driver, Jimmy, he, Jimmy was the one who mainly trained me when I came in here. I remember calling calling vendor leads in his office, and he was telling me what to say and what not to say. He's uh, he's an OG for sure. He's Learn always, vendor leads from, from yeah, Jimmy. from Co Coach Jim. yeah. yeah. We call Jimmy the bus driver. You know what we call Jimmy the bus driver? Because he picked up Mike. Yes. Yep. He used to pick up Mike and a couple others that didn't have licenses. Savages. I don't know how they didn't have licenses. 18 years old. I, as soon yeah. as before I was 16, I had my, I was like, I can't wait to get my license. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I can drive and, and get out of here. Uh, what would you, how would you describe, you know, the culture and the environment here to somebody listening that's not been here young you know they're looking at us right. what, 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 how would you describe it it's it's definitely different it's not something that everybody expects it's like it's like you got like I know you got my back and I know other people here got my back and we all got each other's back it's like a it's like an extended family that's like it's like your brothers and sisters because like I remember when the accident happened I actually had two of two of the guys on, on our team call every hospital in Pittsburgh to figure out where I was. And they showed up before some of my own family members. And that like, that really speaks the truth of like, that this isn't just like a place to work. It's like, like you're accepted here. Like you're, you're part of the family. Like we're, we're riding for you and we're, we're celebrating with you, whether you're at the top or you're at the bottom, like we're working with you. Love it. It's definitely a good culture. What, uh, what made you get into the business? What was it that <laughs> first, you know, you, that caught your attention or how did you get a hold of somebody or how did that yeah, all happen? So, Back before we were talking, before it started, my dad obviously used to work here. And um, I seen Mike Maloney post pictures of calculators. On Did his, you know him? No, I knew his brother back from you high school. Okay, I gotcha. didn't know of him, but I like, I knew of him. I didn't know him. And uh, I just slid up and I asked him, like, was that American income? Because I remember my dad working here and Mike was like, yeah, you should come check it out. And I stopped in and walked in and just guess now we're here. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. So what was it that, that attracted you? I guess at first it was the money. Um, but now me being who I am today, I'm going to say it's, it's more than the money. It's being able to help like the people who we service, but also help everybody around us make money and, and kind of level up because money will only get you so far. And if you don't, you don't level up, you're only going to make that amount of money. Right. What do you mean level up? 
So like if you don't work on your mind, your body, your spirit, or you know, you don't have good intentions, you're only gonna you're gonna only be at a certain level. So in order to go higher, you gotta focus on those things intentionally to keep leveling up and the money will come with that. That's right. In my opinion. That's right. Amen. So what would you say would be a, a good you know, for somebody that's just starting here, right? You know, and they're new. What would you? What advice would you give to, to some of those people? It's hard. <laughs> it's it's gonna be hard at first. What's hardest um, about it? I would say showing up. If 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 you're not, if you, you got to show up, because if you don't show up, you're you're not gonna consistently show up. Let me say, because you can show up Monday or Tuesday and show up Friday, but you got to show up every day, twelve hours a day, and and work until something works. <laughs> you just got to work call them, call them leads, collect some referrals and just keep working. Can't stop. What, what percentage of your business right now is referrals? Um, this month, I think like 12%. Okay. 12%. So not enough. Yeah. Not getting better. Supposed to be 50, but not enough. Yeah. No. Okay. (laughs) What, what would you say is helping you this month? Uh, cause you're having a good month, you know, right now, what things would you say, you know, at the young age of 20, what, what things are helping you do well? I mean, I would say, like before the month started, uh, me, Mike, and Alec, we kind of we sat down and we we, we like kind of talked to each other about like what are we going to do this month? What are we going to accomplish? Why are we going to accomplish it? And um, I just got a bunch of people who I want to take care of, like at home, like my, my aunt. She uh, she beat breast cancer last year, and then she had a heart attack right after. She she really wants to go to Las Vegas, so I want to make sure that I can take her to Las Vegas because she's in the fourth quarter right now of her life. She's you know, I mean, she's older. I want to make sure that I can do that for her. I want to make sure I can do things for my little sister who's, you know, a freshman in high school and, and obviously help all the other guys out in the office too. Um, i say the biggest thing Having is Having that just, vision. Yeah, the biggest things. I remember Cash Money when Marcus Smith was talking about vision. Going into that, I didn't really have any vision. But after we kind of sat down and we talked about it, a lot of stuff start lining up, lining up, and then we're kind of getting the results that we're, we want to get right now. Obviously. So somebody that doesn't have a vision – you know, that's listening is how would you suggest, how would you tell them like, all right, here's how you go about creating a vision. And here's how important it is that make sure that you got a vision. I feel like I just keep it simple and say, find your purpose, but it's definitely way deeper, way deeper than that. Because like, if I didn't have a purpose, I probably wouldn't be here right now. You know what I mean? But for for something, whether it was grace of God or just luck, I'm still here. So I know I got a purpose and I feel like my purpose is to help others, but also have like a, a bigger impact on the people around me and like the community around me as well. And whenever you try and find that purpose, what I did was I just wrote down on a piece of paper, like purpose vision. And I just wrote down like things I wanted. Like I want to be able to buy my sister a car at 16. I want to be able to take my aunt to Las Vegas and stuff like that. And that kind of, I got to figure out like what aligned with my vision. Like that's my vision the next like five, 10 years. I'm just like being able to help the people around me financially but also level everybody up with me where do you see yourself in the next couple years from a vision (laughs) standpoint like what do you see like in the business or just like in general General. in general oh yeah definitely be rga a couple mgas love it making some good money um maybe maybe like a farmhouse or something like that i I like i like living on a farmhouse my mom love it ranch in evan city okay um I don't know. So maybe a farmhouse? Yeah. Okay. A couple cars. A lot of land? A lot of land. Yeah, ATVs. How many acres? 50, call it. 50 acres? Good good acres. With some some four-wheelers? Yeah, side-by-side, side-by-side. Some side-by-sides? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I've been going to the gym, obviously, you've been seeing. I want to get my body right after uh, 
after all this happened, I put on some LBs in that wheelchair for a couple months. Yeah. yeah. So I want to I get my body right. I'm getting closer with uh, God through reading Proverbs anymore and stuff like that. And um, obviously financially be a lot more financially stable. Do you think Do you think without a shadow of a doubt within the next couple of years, you'll definitely be clearing six figures every year? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll be real close this year. Yeah, for sure. Love it. For sure. You make six figures before I made six figures. Yeah, I got in it before you. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And it's and it's better now. The The company's better now. It's, yeah, it's easier. The I system remember, is easier now. Yeah, talking to my dad, he told me stories about him oh, going yeah. out to Quippa. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so much easier When your now. dad was here, we had to go door to door. I can. We I had don't, to I don't know if drive I out that. to appointments, man. Yeah, that's good. All night long, drive all the way back. <laughs> that's nice. Projects, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. All of that, all of that stuff. That's so um, what, would you, what would you say – you know, to somebody that's that's looking out there, they're they're thinking and they're they're young. You know, how would they go about getting into the business, or or how would they, you know, if they're thinking, man, I don't know if this is for me or not for right. me, and maybe they're a little nervous, you know, to start. What would you say? Oh to yeah, them? I mean, of course you're gonna be nervous. You're jumping into something that like you got to get licensed by the state. I mean, I was I was nervous. The only reason I kept going was just because I seen other people my age making way more money than me or like my mom and dad combined so of course there's going to be a lot of nerves um you just got to take that jump because if you don't take that jump you're not going to know what's going to happen you just got to at least try it like for a decent amount of time not a week not two weeks not a month like my 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 thing is like you at least got to try for 12 months straight i agree you know what's crazy is is we've done a few podcasts over the last few days and uh when i've talked got into these conversations the people that have had success are all saying the same thing. I think we're on to something like making, <laughs> sh- making sure that people give it all, give it like 12 months. You got to yeah. give it like, give it a legit season, like a yeah. 12 month period. I did the same thing. I was thinking about quitting right. you know, my whole story. My mom was like, give it 12 months, give it one year. And you can always adjust after that. You're young. Yeah. Cause I mean, but give it a year. I think people make the mistake of giving it a month. Yeah, I mean that's just that's just unrational. It's like trying to learn a new language and giving it a week. You're you're not gonna know what the heck's going on. You gotta at least try and implement yourself and like intentionally try and be better. And then after that twelve months, it's it's a different story. Maybe it's not for you because it's definitely not for everybody. But you can't come in for three weeks or not even come out of training or for a month or two months and be like, well, it's not for me. I mean, you you don't know where you could be in the next five months. So why why <laughs> keep going? Right, <laughs> keep right. Going. Amen. You know, I love what you said about being an RGA with a couple MGAs underneath yeah. you um, as a vision over the next couple of years. So basically, for those that don't understand, you know, being an MGA, that's that's a you know a place where you're guaranteed. I mean, there's no guarantees, course, right? Yeah. You got to earn it. But m- averages, you know, you're making well into the six figures, multiple six figure yeah. income. And so not only do you want to do that yourself, but you're talking about I want to do that for others. Yeah. What would somebody need to give up? You know, what things have you had to sacrifice? You know, they say you got to give up to go up. What, I mean, what yeah. things have you had to sacrifice to go up? I mean, I've sacrificed a lot of time. I mean, I wouldn't even call it a sacrifice. I'd say I invested it. You know what I mean? Because if sacrifice is like a negative, negative word, I'm okay with losing my early 20s to not really have any stress at all in my late 20s. I'm okay with investing that time now than later. You definitely got to give up time. And, and just like you say, birthday parties are going to come next year. The only thing you can't miss is a funeral. 
You know what I mean? There's countless birthday parties, countless, you know, family dinners. I've said, hey, I can't come. I'm, I'm working tonight. Weekends, Sundays, Sunday nights, like Friday nights while everyone's out partying. I'm out downstairs hustling, calling with a group of guys that's doing the same thing that's motivating me to just keep going and going. Um, definitely a lot of time, some relationships, some personal relationships, friend relationships, stuff like that. Because what I've noticed is there's a lot of people that will bring you down if you don't cut them off. You know what I mean? How do you go about that? Like, how do you go about, you know, you got a nice heart, you know, you're a loyal person. How do you go about, you know, identifying somebody that's bringing you down and saying, all right, here's, I'm going to cut this person off. I'm going to cut, I got to get rid of these friends or I got to stop hanging around these people. I mean, people, I I guess like the best way to put that was see what they're doing versus what you're doing. Because if, if you're working on a Friday night and you got some friends text you, hey, let's, let's go out to the bars or let's, let's go do this, let's go do something, their vision's probably not aligned with yours. And that can definitely mess up yours if you keep letting that get to you while you're still trying to get to this vision that you're trying to build. Um, I feel like that's one way you can look at it, people who aren't on the same like wavelength as you, you know what I mean, different frequencies. Um, like people who go to the bar, like a little bit lower frequencies than people who stay inside and make sure they're working on Friday nights. Um, and just kind of just seeing what they do is, is an easy way to inspect and see if you can, if they're helping you, or if they're not helping you, you know what I mean? And of course you, you don't want to sound like selfish. Like right. I'm only going to be friends if you help me, but it, there's a fine line where you're not even like manipulating, but like hurting you know, me, hurting me, pulling you know, me yeah, down, like, and like not intentionally, but yeah. just who you are is like, I, I'm just leveling up. I, I think can't. young people have such a, a hard time. That's, that's a big reason for, I think young people not being able to have successes that they can't stop. You know, they'll say your, your new life is going to cost you your old life. Right. How, what advice would you give to young folks, you know, 18 to 20 mm-hmm. that know they want to do something big, but their friends are, you know, kind of in a different mental space. Yeah. What do you say to those people? I'd say you got to let the boy die for the man live. You Come gotta on. Just, you got to just, you've been listening, huh? Of course, man. You just gotta, you gotta cut it out. You can't, you know, there's we're, we're, we're old now, 18, 19, 20. You're not 14 anymore. There's, there's no going outside or playing video games all day. It's, it's crunch time. We're in, we're in the second quarter. You know what I mean? We got to, we got to turn it up. Um, you just got to let the boy die in order for the man to live. Cause if you're being this boy all day, you're not going to get man results, I guess. Right. What do you, what do you love? Any, anything that you say you, you've enjoyed, you know, there's hard days and good mm-hmm. days, anything about the, the, the business, the clients, you know, dealing with the clients, anything that you feel a passion about? Right. Um, definitely, definitely some, some of our clients, they got, like, if you just take enough time and just really like learn who they are and, and what they do and like their background. Like I had a lady like beginning of the month, her daughter died of uh, cancer. She was 12 and um, it hit me hard. It, it, hit, it hit me hard for sure. And I talked to her and they, they started like a nonprofit organization through like AGH, Allegheny Health Network. And I was just sitting here thinking to myself, it's this single mother with one daughter and one deceased 12, 12 year old daughter. Like a lot of people overlook that and they just kind of look for, you know, I guess you would call it like the check, you know what I mean? The yeah. sale. Yep. But I, I sat there for like an hour and a half and talked to her after she, after she bought, cause it's just, it just speaks to me because it's not like these people are just like, like they're like they're people too, I guess. Like there's a lot of stuff that these people don't like tell other people, but they're going to tell the life insurance guy or girl. You right. know what I mean? And I right. feel like my point, 
I got to listen to that. You know what I mean? I got to talk to that person about it. I got to be friends with them. Hey, text you. Good morning. Hope you have a great week. Uh, if you need anything, reach out, stuff like that. Um, clients for sure. And then obviously all the, all the guys and girls that work here, it's just, like I said, it's just a family. I mean, there's, it doesn't really get better. Like I get excited to wake up at 5 a.m. and hit the gym and come to come into work. Like I get excited. Like I wake up with like fire in my heart to get here and get to the office and work with all these amazing people on a daily basis. When we get done, let's let's talk about what we can do nice for that lady. Yeah, yeah. I let's think, think of, of what we could do for her, okay. something cool. Yeah, you know, uh, or something like that. Before we uh, get off, is there any questions you want to ask me? Anything live? I didn't tell mm. you to plan anything. No, you didn't. Is there anything you think uh, people listening or anything yourself? You know, anything you want to ask me while I'm sitting here? I mean, while we're on the topic of adversity. What would you say your biggest adversity was here? I think I'm. Uh, I think this year was my biggest adversity. Yeah, yeah. I think that the challenge of um, being in a position where you have somebody paint you in a way that you're not, and you know you're not, and mm -hmm. people in the building know you're not, yeah, and and uh, get introduced to being guilty until proven innocent versus the opposite and uh, being in a position where, you know, I'm, I'm have all these emotions, you know, going on and I can't share those, you know, I can't just get on a microphone and start yeah. saying, Hey, let me tell you the real story. Yeah, not everyone's going to understand. That. Let me tell you what's really going on. <laughs> you know, it's like, nah, I got to sit back and just take a beating and, uh, you know, feel these feelings of, of uh, it's not fair and, uh, you know, out of my control, you know, I'm a, I'm a person that's like, yo, if, if, if it's in my control, let's hit it head on. You know, what can I, yeah. what can I do? But you can't control what somebody else says about you. And, and so I've had to sort through all these feelings of, man, you know, do I get big, do I get hateful? Do I get begrudging to people that I know that I've helped to, to, to people that I know that I've been good to? to people that I know that, you know, I've sat next to and, and I've had nothing but positivity that right. has gone from me to those, to those people, um, do something so, so harmful, you know what I mean? To me and try to do something so hateful to me, but not allow hate to stir up in my heart and to allow myself to still live life on a daily basis, on a weekly basis with love, even to the point where I'm praying for those same people yeah. that would do something to hurt me. And, uh, so I think, man, that the adversity that I've learned, you know, when you're having moments where there's nobody else to, to, you know, who do you go to when you're stressed out? You know, when you're, when you're nervous, if you're the rock, mm -hmm. you know, I got a wife at home, I got kids at home. I ain't going home and, and, uh, crying to my kids. Yeah, you, you know can. what I mean? Yeah. I ain't going home and crying to my wife. Yeah. I ain't going home and my, my, my friends are in this business. You know what right. I mean? So, when, when you get to a place where, you know, it's, it's cool to be at the top, but at the top, it's just you. And so you look to, you look to the Lord, you know, and like you were saying that your dad and, and all the things, the way that you were grown up, the process of, of going through an injury where you lost your leg, you know, all of a sudden you're like, man, I felt like I was already trained for right. this because all of my upbringing, you know, all the things that I try to preach to you guys of mind, body, spirit, you know, all those things is only in preparation for the inevitable, which is adversity. Mm -hmm. And I think the higher that you climb, 
the higher adversity sometimes, you know, that comes to your life. And like you, you know, I try to bring things in perspective of like, it could always be worse. You know, what do I, what do I have to be grateful for somebody out there? You know, somebody else out there, you know, has it worse and, you know, and all of those things. But man, I would go on record as as saying, I've been through a ton of adversity in 18 years in in this business, but I, I would say 2023 so far is going down as the most adverse year. Uh, but I've, I hope that you, I hope that the team and people haven't seen me operate that way. You know, I hope that you guys have seen me operate through that adversity oh, yeah, of sure. still functioning on a daily basis and, and breeding positivity and, you know, and, and all of those things, you know, is hopefully what I, what I've been able to, to give off. But I think the, the challenge and the adversity, you know, for me is that somebody out there can paint a picture uh, about you and yeah. have no no basis, you know, that the world could just say, hey, we're just going to put today on the news that you are this way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and and most people that aren't trained, you know, mentally the right way, you know, they just anything they read, they believe anything yeah. that they they see, you know, they believe. And being in that position where it's like, man, after nobody's putting nobody's putting up on there that last year, the year before we all came together and we bought somebody a house for Christmas. Yeah, the single mother. The single mom. Yeah. That didn't we didn't get that. Oh, nobody yeah. nobody brought that up. That the the single mom that we yeah. gave a whole house to. Completely <laughs> paid off. Yeah. No mortgage, no anything. Single mom with her children. That ain't up there. Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about all the, the, the young people's lives where their parents are calling saying, man, thank you. My, my son or my daughter is going to church and they weren't doing that. Or my son's exercising and they weren't doing that. I, I'm looking at all the positive and I'm like, man, this is what you came up with. This is the, this is what make, this is what's making uh, the paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I feel like a lot of people just focus on like, like the negativity. No doubt. And that's why I feel like I'm like, you know, I feel like I set myself apart from other people because the negativity is just easier to grab and just run with. Like, I feel like in every situation, there's always a negative, but deep down, there's always going to be like a positive. And that's why like with this, I don't really think this is a negative to me. Like, I'm glad like deep down and people. When you people, say this, cause some people are listening. They're not watching my, my car accident, <laughs> my car accident. I feel like, like a lot of people think I'm crazy when I tell them, like, I feel like this was the best thing that's genuinely ever happened to me because it leveled me up so high as like a human Amen. that it, you know, most people like nine out of 10 people are going to like turn to drugs or depression or, or something like that. But there's always going to be like that positive. Yeah, of course. Like I don't have a leg. I have daily struggles, but what this taught me is way different than what anything else ever could because it taught me like mentally, like you can be a millionaire, but you could have like, I guess like a low mental mindset or just like not be as tough or as strong, but something like the car accident that happened, it just leveled me up so high. And I feel like most people like nowadays, like back where you were saying, they'll they'll just, anything they read is true or like they believe is true. It's all just the negativity. No one wants to find the truth. No one wants to find the positivity because they're just like kind of lazy, I guess, in my opinion. Yep. And that's, that's what I admire about you. And and I'm feeling the same thing, man, is, is when I say you inspire me, that's what I mean. I was like, all right, if my dude can carry a positive attitude, you better suck it up and have a positive attitude too. And, and I think, you know, each adversity that I look back on in my 18 year journey, you know, with the company and I, I can look at phases it seems like major adversities hit me every five to seven years (laughs) and uh 
and I look at it and it's like, man, at any moment, if somebody would have gave me a get out of jail free card and said, push this button and we'll stop all this, I would have probably hit that. You know Double what I mean? Times, right? <laughs> but when I get through it and I look back, I'm like, man, thank God I went through that because I see just like you're saying, like yeah. I, we've gotten so much better. Teaches you a I've lot. I've gotten too. so much better. I've gotten right. more grateful. I've gotten I've gotten wiser. I've gotten stronger. The team has gotten better, stronger, you know, more efficient, more effective, you know, all right. of those things. And if I had to get crucified, you know, in order for that to happen, so then, then so be it. Then we're gonna go to the next level with right. it. One thing that won't happen is we're not gonna allow adversity to make us stop. We're gonna make adversity take us to the next to the level top, yeah. and, and, and turn it up and turn yeah, it to the top. You need adversity to go right? to the top. For sure. So you young people, it. if there's any young folks out there that want to get a hold of you and they're like, hey, I'd like to, you know, join the team and be oh, mentored yeah. by somebody like for you, sure. you know, how would they get a hold of you? You can get a hold of me on uh, Instagram. It's A-N-T and then my last name, Wrecker, R-E-C-K. Wrecker. Wrecker. <laughs> R-E-C-K. Yep. E-R. E-R. Ant. Wrecker. At Wrecker. Ant Wrecker. One word. Ant Wrecker. Yep. That's your IG. Yep. Okay. Yep. And uh, why don't you why don't you call your shot on here real quick? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm drop 50k this month. Ooh. Mike Mike told me to come in here and and, and call my shot, so I, I, I'm gonna drop 50k this month. I'm almost halfway there. Wow. Let's go. Okay. That just so you all know, you hear that 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 would be a huge month. That that'll <laughs> probably be more than anybody has written in our business. I'd say in the top top two or three. In the last 60 to 90 days, that will put you as, as uh, only maybe one or two people have done that in the last 60 days. So uh, to do that at 20, imagine what it looks like at 30. Oh you know what I mean? What you're, what you're <laughs> going to be doing. So super proud of you. And man, thank you for joining us yeah. uh, on another episode of the Grindcast. Hopefully you all found value in this. If so, don't forget to share it, share it with a friend. And we value your time. Thanks for spending some time with us on the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day. <laughs>